Welcome to A Battle Within, episode number 42. I'm Drew Neiman. Today on A Battle Within, Terry, my wife, and the inspiration for the program, and I will be exploring walking and its benefits as part of the healing process. We just recently purchased a treadmill, and doing so was the inspiration for exploring this topic today. Terry talks about getting into exercising regularly and the intention to using walking as its launch point. Terry and I also pass along some insights on the benefits of walking for the brain injury warriors and their caregivers out there. Some other options and strategies are offered as well to get you moving if you haven't already gotten started. But first, for those who are new here, A Battle Within is about our life experiences and those of our guests living with and healing from post-concussive syndrome, otherwise known as PCS. Conversations are real, raw, and uncensored from both the survivor and the caregiver perspectives. From time to time, we also get medical professionals involved so they can offer their expertise as well. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and help those who are in the battle, whether that is you, the patient, or you, the caregiver. One way to do that is to share, so please do share. A few episodes ago, we had Jeff Huxford, MD, on the program offering parts of his amazing story. Be sure to go back and listen in on that episode if you've missed it. It is episode number 39. He has written a book called Finding Normal, which documents his journey to finding that place after a very significant automobile accident he was involved in back in 2012. Do yourself a favor and pick up the book at findingnormalbook.com or wherever you get your books. It is a quick read. And as of the time of this recording, Amazon has only gotten five stars for it. A link to the book is available in the show notes as well. As always, we hope you find the information offered here to be useful. Remember, Terry and Drew are not medical professionals. We're offering our own experiences, perspectives, and information we learn during our research in an effort to help. Okay, on to the episode with Terry about walking. Hello again, Terry. How are you? Good, Drew. How are you? I'm doing well. Today, I want to talk about walking, right, and pass along some tips today. I understand it's a complex topic that requires, you know, some uh, deep digging, but uh, I figured we could scratch the surface a little bit today about walking in itself and the recovery for folks, right? Yeah. Now, as most people are aware of, Exercise is good for your mental, your emotional, your physical well-being, right? Right. And I understand that this topic is not necessarily easy for somebody who might be recovering from PCS or another brain injury. They're just going to jump off the couch and get to it because you and I say so. And well, I didn't either. I still don't. Right. <laughs> do and that's part of what we're going to talk about yeah. today. So before everybody goes all crazy and gets all gangbusters, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's I talk. I feel you. <laughs> yes, there it does. But also... With that being said, the understanding is that a lot of doctors, a lot of concussion doctors believe that moving, and they're actually encouraging exercising, right? right? And not just yeah. sitting home in the dark 24-7, right? Correct. Let's start off by saying that, look, we understand this might not be for everybody, especially in the early stages, right? You all have to start where you can start and then progress slowly. Like Dr. Rochester always said, it was, what was it, 1% increments? Yeah, 10%. Yeah, 10%. 10%. 10%. Yep. 
Those were the percentages that he talked about. Yeah. So very small. You, you increase small. So it, this was no different for you because right now, even though you you know you're three plus years at it, right? You feel like it's now the time where you can really dig into this. You've walked before. Right. You've made attempts. You've taken the dogs out. Mm. You know we've done those types of things. I've but, had good days, bad days. Yeah. Right. But right now you're serious about it. Serious enough that what happened oh. here recently. I will get to that, but right. I was serious about it before, but sometimes pain got in the way. But so, I meant serious. Yes, you're right. I, I feel more ready now. Right. That's what I meant. So I got a treadmill. Yes. Yeah. Coming. It's not here yet. It's not here yet, but we've been talking about it for a week now. Every day you're checking your email. You're all excited. <laughs> yeah. That you even wanted to, you brought this up as a, as a topic even for the podcast. I did? What did yeah. I say? You said we should talk about walking, Drew, that it's a good idea to talk to folks about. Oh, okay. Because you were all excited because you were getting your treadmill, <laughs> which we've never had a treadmill before. Yeah. Now, part of the reason we never had a treadmill before is if you've been following along, you know that Terry's first concussion right. was due to a bicycle accident. But there's a few other things about Terry that you may not know. Uh-oh. Yep. Terry was a road cyclist who commonly rode 25 to 45 miles. At a pop, was intensely involved in kettlebells, powerlifting, boxing, functional body movement training. She also enjoyed hiking and walking with the dogs. Well, all of this happened well before her injury. And kayaking. Oh, I miss kayaking. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I love kayaking. <laughs> yes. I yes, can still do that. To top it all off, for you folks out there, you may not be aware of this, but Terry was a certified personal trainer as well. Yes. So from that basics of the fact that you were an exercise fiend before the injuries and the fact that you were a certified trainer, I'm hoping that you can offer some of your insight from that perspective for the folks out there, right? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. We've talked about it, that part of your healing process, recovery process, whatever it is that you may want to call it, that you feel that the next step for you is to get back to exercising on the regular basis and that you're going to start with walking Yes. And that we've purchased a treadmill, you know, as a starting point for this, which we've never had before. Tell us why, why the treadmill? Why now? What's the starting point here? What's your philosophy behind getting the treadmill as opposed to going on the street? I believe in constantly progressing to heal and doing what you can do next. It's kind of like when you're rearing a child or a puppy have them, you hold them responsible for what they're capable of doing to lead to the next avenue of their growth and independence, right? So for me, I originally first was like getting in the kitchen and cooking or just being able to function through a day and not have, you know, like you go through these periods of like, this is what I'm working on now. Just get me out of pain was my first one. Those kind of things. Going through all my therapy was quite enough for me. I know there are people, every concussion is different and get out there right away and be physical, but that wasn't me. I also had other physical injuries too, which compounded it and right. made it harder. It wasn't just the concussion. That's that's a fair right? point, just last time around. Yeah. Right. So they got in the way. Feel like that it's at a spot now where in order for me to continue to progress and move and feel better to move towards progressing and to feel better then I need to actually start dropping the weight that I put on from this and also physically moving because I've always loved 
how that made me feel. And that connection to that has been missing in my life. I agree with everything you're saying, but I'm asking why the treadmill? Why now? Do you think it's because of the controlled environment? Yes. A hundred percent. I thought I'm going to start walking. Then I thought, Oh, look, the snow may be coming because we live in Pennsylvania. So I thought that will derail me pretty quickly because I slipped and fell. So I'm very cautious and I get very PTSD a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not really a lot, but there is a little, I tread carefully and I am very unsure. And that also has to do with, I don't think it's PTSD because I still have balance issues. So it's a very real fear where sometimes PTSD doesn't have, there's no basis for it. Right. It's like in the past. Right. So it's, balance issues, there's snow, what am I thinking of walking now, kind of silly, so where do I begin? I really do need to have that controlled environment, that safe footing. Uh, do you think brain drain or neuro fatigue plays into this too? Where if you're having a bad day and it's oh, not going... Oh, that's a really good point, and yeah. I hadn't even thought about it, Drew, but 100% yes, because there have been so many times... And I'm not sure how much of that played into my decision, but as you said it, I just immediately knew exactly what you meant. So many times that I thought, if I go, I feel okay, but not great. And so if I have to gauge how far out I can go because I have to get back. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. So a treadmill is good in this situation. Because I'm home already. Because you're home and you can monitor, and in worst case scenario, you just move from one room to the next. It's and an go. excellent. You know, yeah. not everybody can afford to get a treadmill because right. treadmill is a expensive piece of equipment to get just happened to be like you know we combined like christmas and other presents and things that's what i wanted but let's just say you can't get a treadmill you know walk in your home walk up and down your steps get some movement in if you have steps be a little creative with what you do have in your house i guess yeah well we'll talk about some of like the the, uh things that you could do a little bit later but i i do agree with that like when we used to ride the bikes together before your, your your bicycle accident was we when we weren't going to a destination but we were just out on a ride the house was always the center of the radius oh right? yeah for those yeah. reasons in case something happened you know you were close by so if you can use that as a premise i think that would be a good idea to use the center point as you your house too, yeah. as much as you possibly can you know like i'm you know yourself best and you know let's say you can get out Go for 30 minutes, let's say. So then, you know, you walk 15 minutes out and then you have 15 minutes to get back. Hoping you don't hit the wall. Right. Or then you shorten it then. Right. If that's, I'm saying that's, you're always good at that point. Why not like something else like yoga or Pilates, which is pretty well known to be helpful for folks with TBIs? Actually, they would be excellent choices. Yeah, but why not for you? Uh, For me? Yeah. Because... I think for me, chair Pilates would be good because of the balance. And same thing with chair yoga, both of them. Do you think you'll add them after you get involved with the walking for a little while? I think as my balance improves and I I get more physically fit and work on my core and strengthening my legs, and hopefully that also helps my balance, I'm hoping, really hoping, that and also the oxygen moving and circulating from the physical movement helps with the healing that I will eventually get to uh, yoga and Pilates regular without a chair. So it is on your docket. Yeah. I figured at this particular point, Terry, we should offer some of the benefits of walking to the folks out there. Of course, because the way I am, I did a little homework. (laughs) Of course. Yes. (laughs) 
I'm going to offer a few uh, insights or uh, things like that. Obviously, Terry, if you have something to say along the way, please jump in. So some of the benefits for those healing from uh, post-concussive syndrome and other TBIs is that 15 minutes of walking a day can actually change your body and overall well-being, more so than anything, right? Exercise such as regular walking buys you three to seven years of life. Pretty cool. It's a natural antidepressant. Yep. Self-confidence booster. It increases attentiveness and reduces anger Mm -hmm. and hostile feelings. It improves cognitive function. It increases energy levels, which then would knock back the brain drain. Right? Right. Makes sense. And that it, there's evidence that it may actually block the onset of dementia and reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease. It lowers the risk of diabetes and blood pressure. It's also known, I didn't know this until I did the research, but it actually also reduces pain for those folks who may be recovering. That the actual yeah. walking actually helps in reducing pain and enhances mobility and bone health. Terry, a couple of my favorites aside from the reducing of the pain is that it also helps with digestion. And we've been talking a lot about that recently. It can also aid in sleep habits. But my favorite of all is that science is also indicating that it is better for you to walk while listening to a battle within. (laughs) (laughs) They say the science is amazing for that. Obviously, I'm only kidding there, but yes. <laughs> but the point is you can walk, whether it's on the treadmill or outside, and do other things. So that's what I was getting at. Going back to what you were talking about a little bit earlier, somebody doesn't have a treadmill. Right. You know, but the, you, they want to get that 15, 20 minutes in, at least as a starting point. What do they do? What are some suggestions that you have besides the center of the house and some other things like that, that they can work on? I just got up and went tried you know get good walking shoes grab a cane if that may if that's something you feel you need somebody to spot you go with yeah something like that it's a good idea be mindful of your weaknesses like my weaknesses were since there was some vision issues and uh, if i looked at something to the right or to the left that could have thrown off my balance so kind of know that you have to stop and look if that's an area of concern for you be mindful of what's in front of you when you're walking. So, you know, I would be more careful of, was there uneven ground coming? Or I have to be more careful of stepping down just because I am off. But whatever, they know themselves best, you know, monitor themselves while they're walking and be mindful that they might have to go slower. They might have to gradually increase and take their time. Because for me, as a person that never goes slower, even injured, I worked through it. That was really hard. Yeah, you had to learn to take it easy. I had to learn. Yeah, that was something that and did got not come way. natural. Yeah. It did get in my way. It would throw me back, and I would regress for whatever amount of time, depending on where I was in my journey. But I would regress sometimes a day, sometimes several days, sometimes longer. But I would set myself back just because I'd be like, "Oh, I'm having really good days." Just be consistent and slowly increase. I think creating the habit is, is the bigger thing, if you can. Yeah, the one they say, 21 days to create a habit. Right. I think if you could do that, I think that's the bigger thing. It might not be 15 minutes to start, but if you can 
make an effort to actually consciously walk for 10 minutes a day and build it up, do you think that would help people? Oh, absolutely. Any movement, they do say that even if you work out like 10 minutes and then come back, do another 10 minutes and then another 10, that that is actually, that's you getting in your half an hour. That's a good point. That's, That's recommended. I mean, you could do it all together, but if it's breaking it up is easier, that's, you can do that too. Yeah, and I think breaking it up easier could be things and being creative in thought, such as park your car a little bit further at the shopping center than you might normally, just so you can get a little extra walking in. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. Right. If you're not normally walking your dog on the regular, maybe take your dog for a walk, even if it's a short one. Those types of things I think would be good to do. You know, maybe even if if you're able to work, Maybe try to have some walk and talk meetings might be a good idea as well. Right. Or if you are able to work, don't send the email, get up, go to them. That's a very good, that's a very good point. Go talk to to them face to face. But really start light and and then moderate and then move up from there. But you really got to increase slowly. That's very key. Right. So you're saying trying to create the habit before trying to obtain significant results. Yeah, like be kind to yourself. Don't be, I would get disappointed in myself. But to accept that this is where I am now and it's okay, acceptance is key, and move from there. My question I have that pertains to you a little bit here is, what do you hope to achieve by having the treadmill? The increase in blood flow, which I think overall from exercise, the increase in blood flow is going to help with slowing my aging process, helping with my memory, helping with my pain and inflammation, helping get nutrients to my brain, helping with my weight management, helping with my emotional regulation, my attention, my endurance, all of it, because I think that's a necessary next step for me to go to. I think. That's exactly right. And that's the trainer in you. <laughs> All the answers right there, right on the tip of your tongue. You yeah. knew exactly what was going on there. So some other things besides the walking, yoga, Pilates, swimming is good. And a lot of a lot yeah. of places such as the YMCA could also have uh, adaptive programs like the Silver Sneakers, for example, right. things like that. Exactly. Or work with a trainer who is willing to work with you because you might have balance issues or something like that. There are trainers that are trained to work with people who have um, rehab injuries. That's their specialty. Right. So there's folks out there. Modify and accommodate. That would be able to help you. And it might start off simple with just walking and yoga and Pilates, but they will modify for you. Yes. Right. Okay. So some things to be successful at this, right? Could include, make sure, put it on your calendar. If you put it on your calendar, you're less likely to forget it, right? Especially with folks who might have right. memory issues, Yeah, right? It could be important. Tell someone else. Yes. Get a buddy to go with. Yeah, buddies are important. Yep. How about a journal? Think like a workout journal would be useful? Not for me. I'm techie. So if it's, the, if it's on an app, that's better for me. Okay. So that's basically you journaling. Yes. I think no matter how you do it, whether it's a smartwatch or a physical pen to paper, I think it's good to do because you'll see your progress if you actually journal. Yes. Right, which will just encourage you more and keep the motivation. I like that. I just don't, the physically writing part of it. I I can't read what I write. It's always sloppy. Okay. Those of you who don't know me, I have really sloppy handwriting. She does. (laughs) She really does. 
Okay. Then I wouldn't be able to read it, so it's pointless. <laughs> some areas have some fantastic meetup groups that yes. are just geared toward, yeah. towards walking as well. I looked into them. That Part of the problem with that is, so if we look at what's normal, and I don't really quite fit into that, there that whole talking, walking, moving your head, uh, multitasking can really throw me off. And how far are they going? Just then you add in the social anxiety. So even though I found them and had good intentions, for me, those were my stumbling blocks. Yeah, maybe for you specifically it didn't work, but maybe for some other folks Absolutely. It, it will. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, you know, as an added bonus, you know, you can make friends too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it's awesome. Fun. I think you want to try to keep into a routine as much as possible, right? Yeah. And uh, if you do that, it then becomes predictable, which then will also help drive the anxiety down. Do you agree with that? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Now, some point is for the folks who are the caregivers out there. All right. It's not to say that there aren't needs for you folks either. Oh, I believe that to be true. Yes. So you can do it too. You know, you might be so wrapped up in taking care of your loved one that you forgot to even move yourself. Right. right. You can also be the quote unquote walking buddy that Terry and I spoke on, you know, the right. spotter. And it's just, it's important too that if your warrior is getting involved in it, that you're monitoring it and make sure that they're pacing themselves appropriately. Mm-hmm. It can be hard with a type A personality, right, Terry? <laughs> uh, are you, oh, you mean right, Drew? <laughs> I mean, right, Terry, because you were a tough, tough nut to crack there. You know, where you would overdo it and your burns. It didn't matter what I was saying, but you had to hear from Rochester. Any of my, prior to this, any of my trainers that I worked with would totally be laughing right now and agreeing with you. (laughs) But in this situation, it wasn't good. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So really try, like as a caregiver, try to monitor and talk with your person about it, you know. And you too, I don't... to journal it in, in, in your own way, like keeping track of how things are going and how the progress is and when somebody may be hurting what happened yesterday that might be, did they try to walk a half an hour and they really weren't ready for it? You know, those types of things are also, I think, are beneficial. Do you? Oh, yeah, because you could forget. Right, right. So any other words of wisdom that you would like to pass along, Terry, from a trainer perspective as well as somebody who has dealt with... Uh, with a head injury and still recovering from post-concussive that you would suggest to the folks out there? I think it's important to lean in like, and expose yourself to it, though, at, in small, those small doses. I think that you might, if you fear it and you worry about it, that is when you should lean in. So this is going back to early in the conversation when we spoke about don't just sit on the couch 24-7. Yeah, don't succumb to that because you can get really wrapped up in it and uh, it wins. So I say try. Just try. Just do it. You know, the Nike. Just do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess we just did a plug for Nike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but don't overdo it. So just right. do it, but don't overdo it. Nike should add that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'll I'll call them when we're done here. <laughs> Tell them that they should add that. Yeah. So so really, the premise is what we're talking about here in the grand scheme of things. Terry is try to at least move for fifteen twenty minutes a day. 
No matter what stage you're yeah. in. Yeah. Well, you know, if they're physically not able like that, you know, you know, do what you're able. I understand. But yes. That I understand yes. that component. Yes. Anything else, Terry? No, true. All right. So we would love to hear your thoughts about this. If you feel we missed anything or you have more to offer, please let us know on the episode post on Facebook or Instagram. Connect with us at abattlewithin.com or on Facebook and Instagram at abattlewithin. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, please reach out to us at drew at abattlewithin.com or via Facebook Messenger. Tell us a little bit about your story and we'll get in touch. Please take the time to subscribe to the podcast wherever you may listen and be sure to share it with everyone in your life you feel could benefit. Notes and resources for this episode are available at battlewithin.com backslash 042. Until next time, for those recovering, show yourself some grace. For those who know someone recovering, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Say goodbye, Terry. Goodbye, Jer. All right. Take care, goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Keep battling. Bye-bye.